Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah, the Inspector General's report finally came out today. And you know what the best thing about it is, or was? It interrupted the coverage of the impeachment fiasco. I tried to watch that again, and uh, believe me, it's just it's just so hard to get past having to look at uh, Jerry Nodler. I mean, Nadler. <laughs> Jerry Nod. Did he nod off today? I don't know. I got him. I, no way. I was watching long enough to see that. Anyway, I lasted about forty-five seconds. I lasted that long until I realized it was actually um, still the same phone call that I was listening to. Not the call itself, but people, you know, actually talking about it this uh it was just it's it's and i'm looking up uh, on the screen now i have the closed caption up there and it's fox news and they're still doing it they're still i mean this has been going on this has been going on all day uh i think it was nine o'clock this morning it started it was on early in the morning anyway it's still going on and nothing new that i know of is being said or asked or discussed it's a, it's a joke anyway um there's really nothing nothing left to be said about the phone call that Donald Trump made to the president of uh, Ukraine back on July 25th. And if you're a Democrat, you think you should be impeached, of course, uh, convicted and then uh, thrown in prison. If you're a Republican, you think it's a joke and it really doesn't matter what uh, you think of the phone call right now. Whatever you think, there's nothing that can be said by anybody that's going to make you change your mind. It's just not going to happen. You could sit and watch this all day long, you are not going to change your mind, I don't think. I mean, maybe I'm crazy, but I look at it, and it's the same thing over and over again. And which cable news show you watch tonight will determine which spin you get. Uh, the IG, Michael Horowitz, uh, said in the report that came out at 1 o'clock that there was, <coughs> excuse me, there was no bias on the part of the FBI that led to the investigation uh, and the spying but the most important news may have come from John Durham, the U.S. Attorney's uh, General, uh, U.S. Attorney, I should say, who's doing a uh, criminal investigation. He said that he has told Horowitz that he doesn't agree with some of the report's conclusions, uh, and I think they're some of the important conclusions that he's talking about. Anyway, we're going to try to straighten this out for you. Not the impeachment, but the the IG with uh, Hans von Spakovsky of the Heritage Foundation. He's one of our frequent guests here and a good guy to talk about this stuff. He worked in the Justice Department, and we'll do that when we come back. Stick around. Confusing, tedious, worse than a math test. That's how most Americans describe shopping for health insurance. Yep. Open enrollment is here again. You have until December 15th to choose something very expensive that you hope to never use. And if that makes you want to stick a red-hot poker in your eye, call Marley Financial. Marley has every plan available in the tri-state, but they also offer some of the most innovative solutions to tackle the high cost of health care. Heard of first-dollar benefits, the most expensive part of a health plan? They're great if you visit the doctor a lot or take medications, but if you're healthy, why pay it? A catastrophic plan through Marley may be all you need. Or how about a high deductible plan you can pair with a supercharged HSA. Not all plans qualify, but Marley's do, offering double benefits to cut your out-of-pocket costs in half. Call Marley Financial today at 724-884-1496 for a custom-designed health plan with the coverage you need at a price that's right for you. 724-884-1496 or at MarleyFG.com. They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. And out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local 
company offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Mention STAG for an additional 10% off. Windows R Us, proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday on the John Sagerwald Show. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Like the rest of us, you're probably tired of all those annoying sales calls to your home telephone number. Now, there's a solution. OurOldNumber.com will block those pesky robocalls from getting through. And most live sales calls will hang up. So how does it work? Callers to your home telephone number will hear a personalized greeting from you. The caller selects the family member they wish to reach, and the call is immediately forwarded onto the family member's cell phone. There's no equipment to buy. There's nothing to install. No long-term contracts. It's still your phone number and remains in directory assistance. The service is only $9.99 per month, and you can eliminate your landline connection and save money. Now, calls to your home phone number can reach any member of the family, wherever they are, and get rid of those annoying sales calls. OurOldNumber.com. It's just $9.99 per month. Go to OurOldNumber.com to learn how you can get started blocking sales calls today. That's OurOldNumber.com. OurOldNumber.com. You'll be glad you did. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Do you have brain fog and lack of energy during the day? If so, take back your vitality and clarity with all-natural Cola Gel, newly discovered jellyfish collagen peptides that aids with brain and memory support. Cola Gel is all-natural with no side effects. Edible jellyfish collagen uniquely supplies the body with multiple collagen peptides and naturally occurring minerals that fuels our cellular system with energy-rich compounds. Jellyfish collagen is a nutritive formula that promotes optimum neurological activity and improves cognitive memory. Receive your first bottle free plus shipping by visiting longevitybynature.biz and enter promo code COLAGEL. That's longevitybynature.biz and enter promo code COLAGEL. K-O-L-L-A-J-E-L-L. Get your first bottle free plus shipping by visiting longevitybynature.biz promo code COLAGEL. Eliminate brain fog and lack of energy with COLAGEL at longevitybynature.biz. That's longevitybynature.biz. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, as you know by now, the uh, the IG report came out today at 1 o'clock. And as I said earlier, the best thing about it was that it interrupted the coverage of the impeachment debacle for a while. But uh, was the report good for Republicans or Democrats or a little of both? Or was it bad for anybody? Anyway, uh, Hans von Spakovsky has been here on the show lots of times to help us clear stuff like this up. He's a legal fellow at the Heritage Foundation's Edwin Meese Center for Legal and Judicial Studies, and he has worked at the Justice Department. He knows what goes, knows what goes on over there. Hans, thanks for being here. Sure, I appreciate you having me on. I've been uh, practicing my speed reading skills all day. <laughs> 400 pages, I guess it was, 460. Yes, it, yeah, it was, and even the executive summary is, is pretty extensive. Um, here's, John, what I'll tell you about this. Uh, don't be fooled by uh, reports at CNN and elsewhere immediately uh, saying, oh, well, you know, the IG didn't find that there was any political bias 
or intentional misconduct uh, shaping what happened here. Um, what he said was he couldn't find any documentary or testimonial evidence of political bias or improper motivations, but he also said he didn't receive a satisfactory reason for all of the huge mistakes errors and omissions that were made by the FBI. And he goes through and he lists uh, all these um, mistakes, errors, and omissions that the FBI made in applying for the FISA application uh, uh, to get an electronic eavesdropping warrant. And they are significant. You, you can't go through this without thinking that, okay, well, what's worse? that politically biased agents did this or they were so incompetent that they made these kind of mistakes and, and errors. I mean, to just give you one quick example, um, uh, it's very clear the Steele dossier, that was what they relied on um, uh, for their FISA application. And yet, and then they you know renewed it three different times after that. Well, they when they finally got around to... Um, interviewing the primary source for Steele's, all Steele's claims in his dossier, that guy contradicted all of these things that Steele said he supposedly said. Do you think the FBI informed the FISA court of that when they renewed their applications? No, they, they didn't. Uh, it, it's just a long litany of all these things that the FBI did wrong, all these things they they misled the FISA court. And look, the end result is they really didn't have probable cause to open up uh, a counterintelligence operation against the president. Yeah, now, um, what, I, what I'd be wondering is, uh, and because I've never I've never um, looked into a FISA application and what goes on, but... Um, these mistakes that they call mistakes, uh, are they actually mistakes? I mean, it, how often does the FBI make that many mistakes in a situation like this? That's what I'd be asking, because, uh, you know, to call them a mistake makes it sound a little less uh, um, nefarious. Well, yeah, and, and to go back to the example I just used, um, what the uh, what the FBI said in the subsequent applications for the FISA warrant after they had interviewed this primary subsource of information for Steele, who had basically said all these things that contradicted what was in the report, is they said in the application, well, we interviewed the primary subsource and he was truthful and forthcoming. They didn't tell the court that what he was saying actually contradicted all this information in the report. Now, is that just a mistake and an error the way the IG says, or was that intentional misconduct? Well, uh, I don't know, but, but I think actually the, the AG, Attorney General Barr, actually issued a statement today after this report came out that I think really summarizes it, it, it well. And what he says is, you know, the FBI misled the FISA court they omitted all these uh, exculpatory facts that show that there really wasn't uh, uh, anything going on there, and they suppressed and ignored any information about the credibility and reliability of Christopher Steele. Yeah, and I have the statement here from U.S. Attorney John Durham. 
Yeah. He, he says, I have the utmost respect for the mission of the Office of Inspector General and the comprehensive work that went into the report prepared by Mr. Horowitz and his staff. However, our investigation is not limited to developing information from within a component parts of the Justice Department. Our investigation has included developing information from other persons and entities, both in the U.S. and, Rus- US and outside of the U.S., Based on the evidence collected to date, and while our investigation is ongoing, last month we advised the Inspector General that we do not agree with some of the report's conclusions as to predication and how the FBI case was opened. So predication, uh, I'm not that smart, but I think that means that what the whole thing was predicated on, he's not buying. No, that's exactly right. He He's in essence saying that... Uh, uh, the information he's developing shows that uh, they really didn't have a basis on which to even open this investigation. And I actually think if you read this report, um, despite what the IG may say at the end, you can see that in there. They, they didn't have a basis for opening up a, a counterintelligence operation against against the president. I mean, they, they, they just didn't have it. And they they had all this information in-house that um, they refuse to tell the FISA court about. I'll tell you about another one that is just, I mean, look, this is clearly intentional misconduct. Look, one of the ways they opened up this investigation, uh, under the FISA um, statute, the only way you can uh, get surveillance of an American, because remember, this is supposed to get foreign espionage agents, you have to show the court that that American is an agent of a foreign power. Well, the way they did it in the original application was they said, oh, Carter Page, who's working for the Trump campaign, he's had contacts with Russian intelligence officers. Well, what they failed to tell the court was that the FBI knew that, in fact, yeah, Carter Page had had contacts with uh, uh, Russian intelligence officers, but he was working with, they, they say, Another U.S. government agency. Now, who do you think that is? Of course, the CIA. He'd been, he'd been a source for them for years. Apparently, whenever he would have a meeting with Russian intelligence officers, he would then contact the CIA and brief them on what he had found out. Now, and yet, when the FBI uh, sent this FISA application and they said, oh, he's been talking to Russian intelligence agents and didn't tell the court that, well, yeah, he was doing that on behalf of this other government agency and was briefing them on what, what he found out. I mean, that is uh, – and, and by the way, one of the lawyers uh, at the FBI got an email from that, quote-unquote, other government agency telling him that, oh, yeah, Carter Page had been a source for us. When he forwarded the email, you know what he did? He altered the email – so that it said that he hadn't been a source. That's Kleinsmith who did that. Yes, yes. And he's been that, he's been referred that to sounds for prosecution. Like intentional misconduct to me. Yeah, and and um, what you're what you're describing there um, about Page is exculpatory information. Yeah, and from what is. I understand, exculpatory information about spy targets is required to get a warrant. Yes, it is, and in fact, and the application. Yes, and that's one of the things that the AG in his statement today faults the FBI for. He says they omitted critical exculpatory facts from their FISA applications. 
Well, and so here's the thing, though. Um, <clears throat> we're talking to Hans von Spokowski of the Heritage Foundation, and former uh, worked in the in the formerly worked in the Justice Department. Um, I, you said that the the it was it was based on just a false premise, okay? Uh, and if so, if they if if the FBI is is trying to create a false predication, then that seems pretty serious to me because. It's it, it's it's not it's it can't be an accident anymore or you know a a, a just a a minor omission that if you if you are trying to produce something that doesn't really exist then that means that you are working with a bunch of untruths and is and I'm I'm thinking that's against the law. Yeah, no, I think it is. Uh, I think um, these FBI agents, uh, frankly. Um, committed perjury when they signed under oath these FISA applications. But, of course, the IG doesn't he doesn't say that. He calls it errors and omissions. He says not intentional misconduct. I have a hard time believing it was not. Like I said, you've you got a choice. It's either intentional misconduct or it was incompetence. Which, which one's worse? So the Steele dossier, uh, after, you know, since 1 o'clock this afternoon when this report came out, does it have any more credibility now than it had before, uh, or, or does it have a lot less? No, it has, e- it has even less. It has even less credibility because, like I said, the, the IG report is filled with information that the FBI later obtained but failed to tell the FISA court about, um, about how uh, the sources that Steele supposedly relied on for his report um, – what they told the FBI was inconsistent with what was in the report and what Steele said, or it flatly contradicted it. So what, can you tell us what um, Durham is investigating that, that uh, Horowitz, uh, the IG, could not or did not? Well, I think, I, I think uh, well, I mean, to give you an example, um, uh, Glenn Simpson, who, you know, was the head of Fusion GPS, right? He's the guy that hired Steele to do the political opposition research for the Clinton campaign. He refused to talk to the IG. Okay, well, he can't refuse to talk (laughs) to John Durham because John Durham can issue a criminal subpoena to get him in. He can pull him before a grand jury and and get him to talk. Um, Also, uh, there's there have been stories coming out that uh, John Durham his investigators are are frankly going all over the world. Yeah, Italy and talking talking yeah. to all these uh, key people out there. So, you know, uh, I, I think the IG limited his investigation to folks inside um, DOJ and the FBI, and he just didn't go far afield and is, didn't engage in as wide ranging investigation as Durham obviously. Well, are those are those his boundaries by uh, by um, that's, yeah. that's that was those are his his specified boundaries? Yes, it is. Well, look, he what he can do is he the, the power that he has to conduct an audit of DOJ and FBI and the FBI, its personnel and their procedures. Um, John Durham can conduct a criminal investigation, not just of people inside DOJ and the FBI, but anyone else outside of those agencies who may have broken the law. Well, should the Trump administration, should Donald Trump himself be happy with what came out today, or 
uh, or does he really not care because he knows what's coming from Durham? No, I think they ought to be happy with what came out because, like I said, I mean this is a this is a devastating report. Yeah, but there, it's going to be spun. You know how it's going to be spun. The, the headline is going to be that there was no bias, and that's going to be the end of it on ninety percent of the media. Well, they can try to do that, but um, you know, there's going to be folks like you and me out there saying, "No, no, you need to look at the whole report. It really shows uh, bad behavior and abuse." of the FISA statute by uh, the FBI. And in fact, that's what the Attorney General has said. Look, the Attorney General's statement today is the most critical statement uh, about the FBI I've, I've ever seen an Attorney General make. Really? Oh, yeah. And uh, what about James Comey? How's he, how did he come out on this report? He seemed just, I didn't read the whole thing, I just just from what I'm hearing... Uh, is that I mean he still seems to be floating out there free and happy no and he's I, I, I have a feeling that if he were interviewed on CNN he'd be smiling well it's very clear from reading the report that Comey ignored he, he basically ignored all the questions that, that were being uh, raised over the credibility of Steele. so that it, he, he may be maybe he's happy out there but this report doesn't make him look good either I guess it, I, it makes him look. It makes him look inco- incompetent too. Which would he rather be, incompetent or illegal? <laughs> uh, I well, think I'd rather be incompetent. To, yeah, I, he he is the, the way he's got such a big ego. Um, I, I'm sure he doesn't like to be seen as incompetent. And what about the CIA? How, uh, the CIA itself. The FBI went to get the uh, get the warrant and. Uh, where, how does the CIA come out compared to the FBI in this thing? Well, there's actually there's actually uh, a couple of paragraphs in there about an internal task force meeting that was organized at one point. Uh, the FBI, the CIA, and others, and the CIA, because they were going to issue an internal report about what was happening with their crossfire investigation, and the CIA actually raised the issue about the reliability of Christopher Steele and his dossier, and the FBI just dismissed it. Wow. Now, I, I only have about a minute and a half left, and I'm up against a hard break, but I wanted to, I wanted to see if I could just get you to comment on impeachment, because I, I, I can't look at it. I, I, can't, I can't listen to another discussion about that phone call. Is there anything new that could possibly come out about that phone call that's going to change anybody's mind? I don't think so. Um, we know what was in the phone call. Uh, I, what I suggest to people is uh, ignore what you hear all these commentators on CNN, MSNBC, and just just get the transcription of the phone call and read it. And you will be, at the end of it, you're going to be sitting going, what in the world is this whole thing about? There's, there's nothing uh, wrong with that phone call. There's nothing wrong with what the president uh, said and the discussions he had with the Ukrainian president. I, I think anybody looking at it uh, would be saying that the Democrats are making a mountain out of a molehill, and and they're going to uh, basically say we we are we are wasting our time with this whole uh, impeachment process. Wasting my time, I, but I, you didn't waste my time here as usual, Hans. You cleared it up. I really appreciate you being here. Thanks a sure lot. Thing. 
All righty. Bye-bye. All right. And that's Hans von, Spak- von Spakovsky. And we'll be right back. Guess who's leading in a certain poll to the most popular Democrat candidate for president? With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The Justice Department's internal watchdog reports serious performance failures in the FBI's chain of command when it applied for FISA warrants to watch over a Trump presidential campaign aide. The Justice Department's Inspector General identifies 17 significant inaccuracies or omissions in applications for a warrant and subsequent renewals from the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court to monitor the communications of former Trump campaign advisor Carter Page. It says the errors made it appear that the information supporting probable cause was stronger than was actually the case. Correspondent Ben Thomas, the report concluded that the FBI was justified in opening its investigation into ties between the Trump presidential campaign and Russia. However, Attorney General Barr has issued a significant critical reaction to the report's conclusions. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 105 points. This is SRN News. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. My story begins with debt, a lot of debt, credit card debt, and I heard a commercial for Trinity. I gave them a call. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. When I first called, I was a little embarrassed and kind of ashamed, and I looked at the numbers, and I saw how quickly that astronomical debt that was in my life would go away. Trinity will consult your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. What I would tell other people, please pick up the phone and call Trinity. Just let them put together a program and see how affordable and easy it is to pay off your debt. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. Mike Gallagher is waiting for the other shoe to drop. See, here's the thing about an impeachment. Both sides have to testify. Here's the thing about actually stupidly going forward trying to impeach the 45th president of the United States. The Democrats are going to have to speak under oath. And a lot of people who have been anti-Trump are going to have to be held held to account. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250. The Answer. Hey, Pittsburgh, this is Tunch Elkin from my good friends at Calusi Chevrolet. Now through the end of the year, the Chevy employee discount is for everyone. Right now, you can save over $11,200 off the MSRP on select 2019 Silverado All-Stars. Or you can save over $6,000 off the MSRP on select 2020 Equinox. These deals won't last, so hurry in now for the best selection. Check them out at Calusi.com. Find new roads at Calusi Chevrolet. The Allegheny Institute's research education and advocacy work to defend taxpayers and businesses against the burdensome inefficiency and intrusiveness of ever-expanding government. We've been challenging supposedly conventional public policy thinking for nearly a quarter of a century. You can join the cause by making a tax-deductible donation today by visiting AlleghenyInstitute.org. We've been Greater Pittsburgh's trusted source for a sound public policy analysis since 1995. Do you or your business have financial problems? Are you overwhelmed with debt? 
then call me, Attorney Dennis Spira, at 412-471-7675. My legal practice concentrates on bankruptcy law, debtor rights, and tax matters. I have over 30 years' experience as a former United States Department of Justice bankruptcy attorney and lawyer in private practice. I have represented thousands of cases faced with financial problems and lawsuits. Reorganize and get a fresh start. Call 412-471-7675 or visit my website at DennisSpira.com. Hey there. What's up, bruh? Hello. Aloha. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hola. Hi. It takes a lot of voices to create the sound of us. The Y welcomes all of them with open arms. From career readiness to safe spaces, the Y is there, no matter who we are. Now, more than ever, they need your support. Support your local Y today. The Y, or better us. Read by members of the Y. In traffic, we've got the answer. I'm looking really busy now on the Parkway North. Outbound, 28 up to Cemetery Lane, also approaching 79. On 79, southbound, an accident at Parkway North. Merge, all stacked up on the Parkway West. Inbound, 79 down to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Outbound, Parkway East, also really busy from Boulevard of the Allies to Edgewood, Swissvale. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer, Weather. Mild tonight, plenty of clouds, rain, followed by drizzle late, low 46. Some drizzle and a shower in the morning tomorrow, otherwise cloudy and turning sharply colder. Temperatures falling in the middle 30s by day's end. Cloudy and much colder tomorrow night, low 22. Wednesday, some sunshine, breezy and cold, high 32. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Brian May. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. So we just heard from Hans von Spakovsky about the IG report. And uh, in case you were wondering what President Trump had to say about the IG report, it went something like this. Well, they fabricated evidence and they lied to the courts and they did all sorts of things to have it go their way. And this was something that uh, we can never allow to happen again. The report actually, and especially when you look into it and the details of the report, are far worse than anything I would have even imagined. What they were doing and what they would have done if I didn't make a certain move, a certain move that was a very important move, because it would have been even worse if that's possible. And they might have been able to succeed. This was an overthrow of government. This was an attempted overthrow. And a lot of people were in on it. And they got caught. They got caught red-handed. I look forward to the Durham report, which is coming out in the not-too-distant future. Uh, It's got his own information, which is this information, plus, plus, plus. And it's an incredible thing that happened, and we're lucky we caught him. I think I'm going to put this down as one of our great achievements, because what we found and what we saw, uh, never, ever should this happen again in our country. Now, a lot of people, uh, well, most people who don't like him don't take him seriously, but that was a pretty serious statement he made right there. Um, and um, who's not looking forward to that uh, Durham report? Well, I mean, they're might be a lot of people not looking forward to it, but out here in uh, the real world, um, out among us little people, I think it's going to be a big deal. Uh, the FBI and a lot of people working in government probably really nervous about what's going to happen, and that may have something to do with why they're so interested in uh, pursuing impeachment. 
um, because they just uh, this whole the, the impeachment, the the IG report, the Durham report that's going to come out. It sure looks like it's just all about one way or another. They don't want Donald Trump to be president, and I'm I have no solid evidence to prove this, but I just have a gut feeling that it's it's all about people who work in government and have worked in government in non-elected uh, positions who have been doing things that they shouldn't have been doing for a long time. And Donald Trump uh, came along and looked at it and said, what's this? I think a, I think a, a, a good thing to compare it to is uh, what's happening, what was happening with NATO. Um, and and, and I, Donald Trump approached that, he, as he approaches a lot of things, not as a politician, which he's still not, even though he is one. He's not really, a, he's in politics, but he's, I don't think he thinks like a politician. I think he thinks like a businessman. And, and he also is unencumbered by the things that other politicians worry about, legacy, that kind of thing. He doesn't care. But like with NATO, big discussion about uh, you know whether he was they were making fun of him over there. They had the video of uh, um, um, various leaders around the world discussing it, and Trudeau from Canada making fun of him. And he just said, "You know what? I'm not doing a, p- a press conference. I'm out of here." And he left. That's just not something I, I, a politician would do. But it's something that a guy who's building a hotel might do if he was uh, at a some kind of a meeting and he found out that other people that he was dealing with were talking behind his back and making fun of him. He might just say, "Well, you know what? I'll see you later. I'm not dealing with him." But with but with NATO and, and sim- there are other similar things. Uh, I, I just think that he, he, this is a guy who comes in and he looks at it and he says, okay, we're in NATO. He knew nothing about NATO. He didn't know any more about NATO than you or I knew about it probably before he became president. But when when he's presented with it before he goes to a meeting or before he goes uh, overseas to uh, meet with the, uh, people from uh, other countries, he looks at it and he has people run this stuff by him. And he says, wait a minute, how much are they supposed to pay and how much are they paying and how how much are we paying as a result of them not paying? Why are we doing this? And that, that's how he approaches things. And he says we're not doing this anymore. And the people who work uh, as uh, who have been working as ambassadors and other diplomats and people in the State Department, CIA, whatever, they can't believe that he's looking at this and going, "I'm not doing this anymore." And and, and he's actually come out and said. That these that his predecessors were just stupid for allowing this to go on, and I'm not going to do it. And that's all about draining the swamp, and that's what all this is about. So that's why I'm really looking forward to the uh, the report from Durham coming out to see just how important it was for these people to make sure that Donald Trump, first of all, didn't become president, and after he did, they had to figure out a way to get rid of him. I mean, you have people talking about him being impeached. 20 minutes after the inauguration, they were talking about it. And here we are, uh, three years later, almost three years later, and they're still in the process of doing it. And it's not going to happen. Everybody knows it's not going to happen, but they're desperate. So, you know, there's none of this. I just think it's uh, it's just not all that complicated. This is a guy they, 
they couldn't believe was going to be president, and then they couldn't believe he became president, and now they can't believe he is president, and they can't believe that he's doing what he promised to do, including draining the swamp. It's uh, it's actually kind of fun to watch. Uh, but meanwhile, um, you know, there is an election a year from now, and Joe Biden is still leading among the people who are running for the uh, nomination for the Democrats. And uh, I thought this was interesting. This is uh, this is with Joe Biden discussing why he, I guess it was like the last straw, why he decided to run for president. This was uh, a few months ago. Listen. Charlottesville, then the president, when the rest of the world was looking for condemnation, and we were, when those good, decent people came and said, who were fighting against hate, not in supporting hate, and there was a clash. What did he say when asked? He said there were good people, some good people on both sides. I tell you what, I, uh, I don't think we've ever heard, very fine was his phrase, very fine people on both sides. You know, and just a few days ago when the president was critical of my saying that, and I said it back and wrote an article in Atlantic Magazine at the time it occurred, he now has come down and doubled down on concocting a phony story about how these violent thugs only wanted to protect the statue of Robert E. Lee. Give me a break. No, no, I mean, this is enough's enough, man. This is nonsense. The very rally was advertised, advertised as a white supremacist rally. Anti-Semitic chants were clear. Hatred was on the march, and he knew it. As I said, I said at the time, we're in the battle for the soul of the nation, and we are. We are in a battle for the soul of the nation. Yeah, Joe's going to fix it. Uh, Joe, of course, what he said there is not true. Uh, Donald Trump cleared it up immediately when he said that he was not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white supremacists and the uh, whoever else was there, the rotten people who were there. He said that there was a, a debate going on about the statues, and there were good and fine people on both sides of that debate about keeping the statues, meaning that some of the people who wanted to keep the statues, misguided maybe, as they may be, but they they genuinely just thought that there was some value in preserving history, and and, uh, he was not saying that those uh, neo-Nazis were good people. But, meanwhile, look at, where do you hear this uh, little uh, tape that's uh, surfaced from 1993, Joe Biden is talking about, uh, I think they're called the Daughters of the Confederation, or the, of the Confederate Confederacy, Daughters of the Confederacy, uh, and um, listen to wha- how he refers to these people who are Daughters of the Confederacy. The senator made a very moving and eloquent speech as a son of the Confederacy. acknowledging that it was time to change and yield to a position that Senator Carol Mosley Braun raised on the floor of the Senate, not granting a federal charter to a organization made up of many fine people who continue to display the Confederate flag. Yeah, um... I think what he said there, if I'm not mistaken, was was that the daughters of the Confederacy who liked to wave the Confederate flag around a lot back in the 90s, 
Uh, did he say they were made up of very fine people? I'm pretty sure that's what Joe said. It's amazing how um, <laughs> how this stuff. Uh, who who comes? How, how did somebody find that? That's from 1993. I think it was something he said that was it was a C-SPAN video, and you know this is something that past presidents going back you know 50s and 60s, uh, Eisenhower, JFK, Richard Nixon. They didn't have to deal with somebody being able to dig. I mean, somebody could be, dig up a film in the archives of some TV station somewhere of uh, of a, a president saying something embarrassing to him or something that contradicts uh, something else that he's been telling people for years. But it's just everywhere now. You just can't get away with anything. And that's one of the funniest things I've heard in a while is Joe saying that the... <laughs> The daughters of the Confederacy who who waved the Confederate flag around were made up of some very fine people. Unbelievable. So here's this. So Joe Biden is, um, I guess he's still the front runner among the lunatics who are running for the Democratic nomination. But how's this? How about this from the, uh, this is the, what's the name of this poll? The Harvard-Harris poll. Guess who emerged as the top choice of Democratic voters in the Harvard-Harris presidential poll taken uh, today? I guess this is from today. Uh, That would be Mrs. William Jefferson Clinton. Yeah. Mrs. Clinton drew 21 percent. Joe Biden, 20. Uh, This is registered Democrats were asked whom they would support for the party presidential uh, ticket. And if that, then the group included John Kerry, if he were added to the list, John Kerry could not run for president uh, because Botox is going to make his face fall off uh, sometime in the next couple of months. So I don't know if he's released that information yet, but if you've looked, taken a look at John, he ain't running for nothing. Uh, his, his face is frozen. And uh, he's incapable of smiling, so I don't think he's going to be able to run for president. Uh, Bernie Sanders was third in that poll, uh, followed by Elizabeth Warren. Bernie had 12 percent. Elizabeth Warren had 9 percent. And uh, Michael Bloomberg checked in at uh, 7 percent. So it's Clinton 21, Biden 20, Sanders 12, Warren 9, uh, Buttigieg and Kerry each had 5 so, uh, and I just saw something somewhere that Buttigieg is actually considered by some people the front runner right now in Iowa. In Iowa, I don't know what that's going to mean, but um, you know, people have won Iowa and not gone on to get the dom- nomination. But uh, the Mrs. Mrs. William Jefferson Clinton getting twenty-one percent, and you know, she said the other day that she's been deluged with people begging her to run for president. she I, I think I mentioned uh, a few weeks ago that I had heard, my sources had told me that she's going to go on a national coughing tour uh, sometime soon to, you know, to measure the enthusiasm for her candidacy. And I don't know if you heard uh, or saw the video. She was on uh, Howard Stern last week, and uh, she's coughing up a storm, just like she did during uh, her really bad run for the president back in 2016. Um, How about a little sports when we come back? And the New England Patriots are being investigated 
for doing something with videotape that they got caught doing a few years ago that was known as Spygate. We'll be right back. living in a very successful, affluent society for many people, yet it's also true that there are people that are being left out of that. And how do we reach those people? Joelle Gilliam, Executive Director at Light of Life Rescue Mission on Pittsburgh's North Side. So part of what Light of Life does is that we help them in our education and employment program to connect with workforce development, to look at the skill gap that exists. And so we're partnering with places like the community college. We're taking our clients, once they are clean and they are ready to move on, now they can actually get credentialed in an area where they can be hired to work with uh, UPMC or Google or, or Amazon or these other places. And so it provides an on-ramp for those who are left out to get back involved in society. Help someone else find their comeback story. To become a monthly partner or make a one-time gift, visit lightoflife.org slash give today. Lightoflife.org slash give. They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. And out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company, offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Mention Stag for an additional 10% off. Windows R Us, proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday on the John Steigerwald Show. Windows R Us Pittsburgh Whether you're a candidate looking to advance your career or a company looking to advance your business, Advanced Sourcing Concepts is your bridge to success. Advanced Sourcing Concepts matches highly qualified workers with highly reputable companies. Advanced Sourcing Concepts brings a high-touch approach to human resources. As a candidate, your personal recruiter works with you to find opportunities that best fit your goals. For employers, they're your private talent scout, letting you focus on business while they find the first draft picks to deepen your bench. A certified woman-owned company, Advanced Sourcing Concepts has built a strong reputation for providing top quality talent for direct hire, contract hire, and project-based positions here at home and across the nation and are recognized by Recruit Military as a veteran hiring leader. Visit ASCPeople.com for active job postings. Then call 412-415-5090 and cross your bridge to success. 412-415-5090 at ASCPeople.com. As we enter this holiday season, we've stopped to reflect on what we're grateful for. This is Greg Trzinski, and at the Original Mattress Factory, we're grateful for you, our loyal customers. With your support, more than half of our business comes from repeat customers and referrals. And we have been hometown-made for nearly 30 years. So thank you. We look forward to building new relationships and providing the high quality and great value that you've come to expect from the Original Mattress Factory. We wish you and your family a happy and healthy holiday season and a wonderful new year. Here at the Original Mattress Factory, we want to know, is it better to give or to receive? 
This holiday season, one local winner won't have to choose. In the spirit of the season, we will be giving away a queen-size orthopedic luxury firm mattress set to a local winner and providing another set to be donated to a nearby charity. Visit any original Mattress Factory location by December 18th to enter and for all official rules. No purchase is necessary to win, but eligibility restrictions do apply. We wish you and your family a holiday season that's filled with cheer and goodwill. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, how about them New England Patriots? Uh, you remember Spygate? Um, that, that was back in 2007. They were caught uh, videotaping defensive signals of the New York Jets. Uh, on the, uh, they were on the sideline. They would tape their signals, and then they would match the signals up with the play. And they could, in in future games, or even during that game itself, they could use the videotape information that they got to predict what kind of a, a defensive play, a defensive call the uh, the opposing team had made. And they also did it with offensive signals for teams. And it was a major cheating operation by the Patriots, enough so that uh, in 2008, the Patriots had to forfeit their first-round pick. They were fined $250,000, and Bill Belichick himself was fined a half a million dollars. It was major cheating and had a major effect on games that they won, including big games and maybe including an AFC championship game against the Steelers way back in 2001. Uh, but uh, this, is what they're, uh, this is what they're looking at now. Um, a the office is reportedly investigating allegations that a New England Patriots employee was videotaping the Cincinnati Bengals play calls yesterday during their game with the Browns. Uh, their Bengals coach Zach Taylor said he was quote aware there was an incident and the league was investigating it. But the Patriot the Patriots play Cincinnati next week, um, and the Patriots said it's just a misunderstanding. Uh, Adam Schefter of ESPN says. Uh, they were there. The, an advanced scout, according to the Patriots, was there shooting a um, a feature uh, for a do your job. Uh, do your job is kind of like a famous, a kind of one of Bill Belichick's favorite sayings. Just do your job. So it was. It, this, they were doing a do your job feature on a, an advanced scout, and that's all it was about. And it may turn out to be just that. But here's the thing. It would not be beyond, to me anyway, it would not surprise me if the New England Patriots were so nefarious that they would use the excuse of shooting a um, a piece about an advanced scout to just happen to pick up a few defensive signals uh, on the sideline in the process of shooting that piece. Um, I don't know if they'll be able to prove that. But it wouldn't surprise me at all if that's what was going on. They're there. I wouldn't doubt that they were there to shoot this do-your-job feature with the scout. But it wouldn't surprise me at all if somebody said, you know, while you're there shooting that scout, I wouldn't mind if you came back with some, you know, defensive signals that the uh, the Bengals use. Meanwhile, the Bengals stink. And they've won one game. And the Patriots have been struggling lately. But uh, you wouldn't think that the Patriots would need help against the Bengals' defense, but the Patriots' offense has been struggling a lot lately, and you just never know. It is the New England Patriots, and Bill Belichick is a cheater. He has cheated a lot in the past. So I hope it's true. I hope he's trying to steal signals again, because that would make for a great story, and then it would bring up all the other stories about the past, and it would put the asterisk next to some of those Super Bowl wins, which I think 
uh, they need to have anyway. So uh, there you have it. Maybe a new spy gate that has nothing to do with Jim Comey or Donald Trump or anybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group.